Diva Speaks Relationships Podcast is the hottest, grown, and sexy relationship conversation piece out of the Queen City. No relationship matter is off limits. Sex, marriage, love, betrayal, dating, side pieces, adultery, religion, and finances are all a part of the discussion because your relationship matters. Now, here's your host, the Diva, and Gayla Porto Real. Diva Speaks Podcast is the premier relationship podcast that explicitly deals with relationship matters from a woman's point of view. No subject is off limits. Relationship challenges, sex, intimacy, dating, infidelity, finances, heartbreak, and situationships are all a part of the discussion. Your relationship matters. Welcome, everyone. I want to thank you for stopping by and tuning in to Still. The hottest, the sexiest grown folk conversation piece out of Charlotte, North Carolina. We are still rocking and rolling over here at Diva Speaks Relationships Podcast. And I owe it all to you guys. So I just want to thank you. Today, guys, we we have one of those letters where you just you just got to sit with it. And kind of put yourself into our good sister's shoes, okay? It's one of those letters that make you go, hmm, not sure I would have done that. But you definitely can see where this good sister is coming from, all right? Before I get into that, as uh, as always, I want to thank you guys for supporting Diva Speaks Relationships podcast throughout the years because we have evolved into not only one of the hottest podcasts out of the Queen City, but Diva Speaks Relationships is televised. So for those of you that do not know, you can watch the televised version of Diva Speaks Relationships talk show on your Roku device or on your Amazon Fire TV stick on the Diva Speaks Relationships TV channel or app if you have one and you can also find my shows over there on the Access 21 Roku channel and their Fire TV app as well. Be sure to check my show out the second and fourth Friday of the month at 11pm my televised (laughs) talk show every second and fourth Friday of the month at 11pm if you have Spectrum Cable or if you have AT&T verse, or if you have TDS TV, you make sure you check me out, okay? For those of you that have Apple TV, you can catch the podcast on the Apple TV, okay? The little Apple TV box. If you got it, you can definitely get with the diva. Make sure you check it out as well on the Access 21 channel over there on Apple TV. Now that's quite an accomplishment. Okay, don't hate on the diva because the diva is expanding her territory, okay? Because there are a million and one plus podcasts out there since the day, the humble uh, beginnings of Diva Speaks Relationships back in 2019. So for those of you who are still watching, who are still listening, who are still supporting, I thoroughly, okay, am so grateful for you guys. But make sure you check out the televised version. So let me get back to what I'm trying to tell you. If you do not have a Roku device if you do not have fire um, Amazon fire you can always stream my shows live in addition if you don't have spectrum or AT&T verse whatever you do not have if you have a basic 
<laughs> um, cell phone service. So if you have access to Wi-Fi, make sure you check it out on tvaccess21.com, which is the website, the live shows, um, the live streaming of my show from the television station's website. Make sure you catch me wherever I am. If you have not subscribed, okay, if you have not subscribed, to um, any of my social media platforms make sure that you do so today 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 is the day that you need to make it happen because let me tell you it's where the grown and sexy congregate okay the grown and sexy congregate over there on the diva speaks relationships facebook um, page my instagram page my youtube page and my tiktok page okay make sure that you follow me on all the social media um, channels as well as visit my website my website is a one-stop shop for all diva speaks things related so with all of that being said let's get into the show the very reason why you are here today can we do that yes okay let's do it let's do it okay so I got I got what I need to give you what I promised you so I will go ahead and pull up um, my correspondence from our good sis and again we're not going to judge our good sister because as a woman Okay, as a woman who has also been married to a no good lying, two time and cheating, no good son of a such and such, I understand where the sister was coming from and what she was trying to do in the aftermath of everything this good sister's been through. But I wouldn't have done what she did now, okay? <laughs> I would not have done what she did. However, my set of circumstances when I went through my ordeal, when I went through my nightmare, was not her set of circumstances so good sis I hope that everything I'm about to um, share with you to pour into you I hope that it helps and I just want you to know that you are not alone you're not the first you won't be the last you are not the only but as you're going through it make sure you go through it with grace okay with grace because at the end of the day when you look back you don't want to have no regrets over the things that you did as you were going through okay all right, so let's get into it, guys. I'm going to put on my specs. How you guys like my glasses? I know many of you that are rocking with me, you've seen these glasses before. So anyway, I met, wait a minute. This is what our good sis says. I met his new girlfriend. I met his new girlfriend. Now, I had to recaption it because, wait a minute, this is not gonna work. I had to recaption it because it would have given too much uh, information about who our good sis was. So I met the girlfriend. Now the girlfriend, um, just so you guys know where we're coming from, the new girlfriend used to be the side chick. You heard me, the new girlfriend used to be the side chick. So let me try this again, guys. Let me try this again because I really can't see. I requested to meet his side chick woman to woman after being told by my ex that she was going to be in my young daughter's life. The side chick would only meet with me if a neutral person was present. What a coward. I agree. I said... If that's what a grown adult needs to meet, to meet with me, then fine. I had messaged this woman back when I found out about the affair 
and she didn't reply to that. The rules of the meeting were to focus on my daughter moving forward as I told my ex that obviously I don't trust this woman around my daughter since she didn't care about her when she was breaking up my daughter's family. Yes, I know my ex is largely to blame, but in this context, she has proven that she lacks care or respect for others, especially my daughter, with her repeated immoral actions. I stupidly half expected a caring, remorseful, and compassionate human being, but I also expected a smug and arrogant side chick, which is who I meant. She was almost smirking, wouldn't break eye contact with me when the neutral person spoke and was definitely trying to assert herself. I wasn't surprised since any woman who supports and enables a man to cheat on their partner and baby but thinks they're special must have some narcissistic traits. As much as she's a piece of shit and I still worry about my daughter being around her, at least I got to meet her on my own terms rather than running into her unexpectedly since they moved in together in the next suburb over. It also confirms the kind of person she is and now I can stop wondering. It also makes me feel better that they have each other. I don't know why I'm having all of these conflicting feelings. I don't know what really led me to want to meet this woman. And I don't know if I have more questions than answers about her character at this point. That's it. That's that's it. <laughs> that's it. Well, good sis. I can say to you, woman to woman that it is only natural that you would want to meet this woman since getting involved with your husband as an affair partner as a side chick and as a mistress she has now been promoted to being his woman right his woman and a person that he is now sharing his life with and he's living with, now that she's been promoted, it almost forced your hand to have to get this, to have to get to know this woman on a personal level because she's now going to be a part or have some type of relationship with your daughter. Um, given the fact that you said that, you know, they're living together and based on the information you presented in your letter, um, your daughter, I mean, your husband and you will, your ex-husband and you will be co-parenting uh, when it comes to your daughter. There's one part in the letter that I want to go back to that I found interesting that kind of stood out to me so I'm just going to reread it okay it says the rules of the meeting were to focus on my daughter moving forward as I told my ex that obviously um, I don't trust this woman around my daughter since she didn't care about her when she was breaking up her family yes I know my ex is largely to blame but in this context she has proven that she lacks care or respect for others especially my daughter my daughter 
with her repeated immoral actions. So your concern was this woman, um, you were concerned because of her repeated immoral actions. Because of this woman's actions, you had concerns about her being around your daughter. Since I kind of question that. I think, and, I, and I'm with you 100%. I don't give this, this, this uh, former side chick who's now been promoted to his main chick, his girlfriend. I don't, I don't have any respect for her. I, I side with you instantly. But let's talk about, I think this, you wanting to meet her. If I just go by that one statement alone about this former side chick who's now your husband's main chick about her repeated immoral actions. If that was the case, then you should be questioning if your daughter should even be around your former husband because it took two to tango. You aren't necessarily relying on this woman to be a moral compass for your daughter. So I don't think that that was the real reason that you wanted to meet this woman. I think that that is the excuse that you used in order to get the meeting that you felt that you need to move on or to have closure for that particular situation that ended through um, an affair, by an affair is what I want to say. Because again, if we go by that alone, um, you're concerned about her repeated immoral actions her repeated immoral actions were with your ex-husband. So his moral compass is broken as well. And if the woman that he was sleeping around with and screwing around with doesn't deserve to be around her, which she has no, she doesn't really have a legal right to your daughter, but your ex-husband is to question as well. I think sis, woman to woman, you felt that you wanted to meet this woman face to face. I think that you wanted to size her up. I think that you wanted to um, either. Um, what do I want to say? You wanted to kill your curiosity. You needed that for yourself. And that's OK. Any woman that was a part of a marriage and that marriage ended through an affair and had that affair not happen in your mind, by all accounts, you probably would still be married, would probably feel the way that you are feeling. Your feelings are valid. You have every right to feel the way that you are. Um, but I don't think you should have any more sit downs and face to face with this woman. This woman is never going to give you what you are truly seeking to really move on from this situation you moving on has to be a conscientious intentional effort on your part to say you know what it happened I didn't want it to happen but I was married to him he allowed it to happen and now this is where we are um you don't have to feel bad about it I know that any sane woman doesn't want her marriage um to fall by the wayside especially if you know if this is the reason that it ended, it's not what you want. But sometimes this, this is what you have to accept. 
The part about in the letter, let's address this. You say you sat down with this this side chick and how she was smug and how she was basically staring you down and she wouldn't break eye contact with you even when you had the third person neutral party there who was facilitating, I guess, this particular meeting between the two of you, how she even refused to acknowledge the neutral party that she insisted on being there and she chose to stare you down in a staring contest, um, contest refused to break eye contact, um, contact and was smug and smirking. Let me tell you something, sister. Don't you be phased by that mess. The way she got him is the way she will lose him. Okay. The way she got him is the way that she will lose him. He over there in the next suburb, according to you, setting up house and playing house, setting up shop and playing house with this woman. Remember, he did the same thing to you. But however, he was married to you. He gave you a child, his last name. Okay. Um, you two got married in a ceremony, exchanged vows in front of God, your friends and family, and he didn't keep his word. So for her to get so callous and smug and want to be, you know, all up in your face and trying to rub it in your face about her position or standing with your husband, honey, it will be just a matter of time before he crack her face. Okay, it'll be just a matter of time. You don't have to feel any kind of way. I know sometimes in these types of situations, you can almost feel defeated like she won. Um, she got something that I wasn't ready to let go of. Uh, totally. I've been there before. I have been there before more than I care to talk about right now. I know what that feels like to have someone um, come into your marriage no matter what shape that marriage is in, it's, you're still married. You're married until you're not. You're married until you're divorced, right? I know what it feels like, uh, you know, uh, trying to relate to you. I know what it feels like to have a third party enter into um, your situation. And despite all your efforts, your prayers, your um, consistency, uh, repeated attempts to get things back on track to have another person come in and basically steal the show, steal the show, steal your husband, um, take your husband or whatever, run off with your husband, whatever it is, you know, whatever it is. Okay. Cause it takes two to tango, but I know what that's like. I know what that like, what that's like to feel defeated, to feel like the other woman won. Like this woman came in and swooped him up and you know, like Lord, what, what the hell happened? But you got to ask yourself, and I'm going to tell you this, and I mean this when I say this, and I, I need you to get this down in your spirit. What did she really, what did she, the, this woman, this shell of a woman, what did she really win? You got to ask yourself that. What did the woman who, who has now been successful in getting into a relationship with your former husband, what does she really win? I'm going to tell you something that is going to rock your world. I read it um, a few months back um, towards the end of last year, right? And it has stuck with me. Like I said, I'm, I'm being transparent with you that I've been through this, okay? I've been through this and it wasn't that long ago. The only thing, my good sister, the only thing that a side chick wins is a cheater. I said it and I meant it. And I want you to get it. 
so I'm going to say it louder for the people in the back. The only thing a side chick ever wins is a cheater. So what I want you to do is dry your eyes, try and rebuild your confidence and your self-esteem, try to get a fresh perspective on your new beginnings and your new life and move on with your life because that trashy woman has now rid you of your problem. See, now he is her headache, right? He is her problem because he is not going to treat her any different than he treated you. No different. And if anything, she may get it worse. You see, people and men like that, what I have come to realize is most of the time when people walk out of your your relationships and your marriages, I know that this current state of being, this current culture and the current way of the world would have you thinking that the person that did you wrong is going to instantly regret how they treated you. They're going to instantly regret, you know, who they chose over you doesn't work like that it really doesn't the truth of the matter is most of the time when they leave you for someone else they're pretty happy with that person and it's going to take an act of God and or humiliation and or getting their face cracked by the very person that they chose over you in order for them to be humbled and then to have a moment of reflection on the things that led them up to them being in that current situation or that current season where they are disappointed. They get disappointed by the people that they thought so highly of and that they chose to put over you or walk away from you because of, you know. What I need you to do is focus on your life because sooner or later, he may get it. But you can't stick around waiting on him to get it, meaning get whatever, whatever is gonna come to him. You know what? He's going to get what he's going to get for abandoning abandoning his covenant, his child, his marriage, his family, tearing it apart and doing everything that he's done. And sooner or later, sooner or later, when you least expect it, when you least expect it, when you're not looking for it, you'll have your moment too. You will have your moment too. So for those of you who are just now tuning in, I'm going to do a recap of the letter. So we got one of our good sisters that wrote in. Her marriage ended. Her husband was having an affair. And they ended up getting a divorce. And now the husband is living with his former mistress. Now she's his girlfriend. And those two have moved into a home in the very next suburb next to our good sister. Right. Where him and our good sister shared a home. So our good sister requested to meet this woman since the ex-husband and her share a child and her child is going to be over there. This woman is going to be around her daughter. So she used that. And I'm not trying to offend our good sister. She used that as an excuse to want to have a face to face meeting with this woman. I did find it interesting that the husband, the former husband, didn't facilitate this meeting. 
he didn't say, well, you know, I'll introduce the two of you, woo, 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 and have a third and neutral party there. No, our good sister took it upon herself to want to meet this woman face to face because of the fact she says she questioned the woman's moral compass like she has immoral actions repeated immoral actions and she's like this woman never cared about my daughter before she didn't care about breaking up my daughter's family breaking up my daughter's home so why should I you know not have concerns that she's going to be a great influence over my daughter so when our good sis gets to this meeting this woman this former side chick forever side chick Decides to be smug, smirking our good sister's face, staring her down, won't break eye contact, doing the most as if she has won. And our good sister is kind of left in, you know, in a state of being perplexed. That's how it is, how it went down and where we are with it. And I did say that I feel that our good sister used her daughter as an excuse to meet this woman face to face and try and feel a void or get some of the answers that she needed for herself. Because if this woman, if this former side chick who's now become your ex-husband's woman, if her moral compass is in question, then so is his. If she's not fit to be around your daughter, then neither is he. And I get that he's her father. He has to be around her. But if he has to be around her, then his woman's going to be around her too because they live together now. And what I'm suggesting is, because I've been in your shoes before with minus the children being involved, you're going to have to move forward with your life as hard as it is. I know that you feel like you, you know, you've been robbed of your your lifestyle, your family, your husband. Um, everything came to an abrupt end. I, I, I even spoke guys about knowing what it feels like to have the side chick win. You know, maybe those are conversations that we need to keep having in, you know, 2024. What do you do when the side chick wins? Right. You know, um, how do you move forward? How do you move forward? Let me explain. How do you move forward with those feelings of resentment and like, you know, even questioning your faith and questioning God Almighty? Like, God, God, how could you let this happen? You know, the Bible says I've never seen the righteous forsaken, but here it is. This and this and this and a third happened. And I don't understand why. But I had to remind our good sister as well as I had to remind myself that the only thing that a side chick can ever win, the only thing they do win is a cheater. That's it. The side chick wins a cheater. I don't care how much of a life they build together. I don't care if they go on to have their own children, if they go on to marry, if they go on to do any and everything. One thing about a cheater, they never change. If he cheated on you in your marriage, he's, he's not gonna do any less than he did um, with her than he was doing with you. The only thing she's won is a cheater. Migraine headaches, high blood pressure, <laughs> you know, sleepless nights, constant worry and confusion and chaos and drama and depression. She won all of that. She did you a favor. That's how you got to look at it. She did you a favor. You deserve far better than what happened to you that led you into the moments that you are in and living through right now. Don't you be requesting no more meetings with this woman. It is your former husband's responsibility to co-parent effect. I mean, to help raise your child, the child that you share together in the best way possible. If, you know, 
if this is the woman he's decided to share his life with, unfortunately, those are the terms and the the reality that you have to accept. There's nothing that you can do to change that. The only thing that you can change, my good sister, is you. You only have control over your life and you only have control over your child when she is with you. Let me tell you something else. Don't be trying to go over there running running a household and, and, and trying to have a say into what goes on over there when you're not there. That's their household. She, meaning your daughter, is also his child as well. And some of the things are going to be a hard pill to swallow, but it is what it is. You can only stress yourself out by trying to run that household and how they do things over there versus just leaving it alone. And if it's not anything egregious, you know, if it is egregious and taking back to court and, you know, challenge custody. I don't know. But you didn't mention anything in the letter about him being a terrible um, parent or father to her. Um, so that's why I was leaning towards the fact that maybe the meeting that you were so um, anxious to have with this mistress who's now turned into your husband's main lady is because you, you, you needed that for yourself. And, you know, for whatever reason, you needed that for yourself. But don't let that smirking and everything that she was doing when you had that meeting bother you. She did you a favor. If it wasn't her, it was going to be someone else. Because one thing about a cheater, they're, they're a cheater within. That's who they are. This is who this person is. A cheater is a cheater. So if he wasn't going to be cheating with her, it was going to be with someone else. It was always going to be someone else. And I need you to let that sit with you. Because that woman couldn't have taken your man if he didn't allow her access. That woman couldn't have inter interfered in your marriage if he didn't give consent. He opened the door. He invited her in. He told her to stay. And he made her comfortable. You got to look at it like that. Your husband, your former husband, made all of this possible. He wanted it to happen. And the proof is right here before us. So... Don't beat yourself up too bad about it. Many of us have went through what you are going through. And um, I can tell you, woman to woman, woman to woman, I can assure you that there is greater out there. Woman to woman, I can assure you that everything happens for a reason. Woman to woman, I can tell you That once you have started your healing journey, once you have made it your business to be intentional with moving forward with your life and forgetting, forgetting the awful things and the awful act of betrayal that you experience, I can tell you that God is so good, baby. Let me tell you that he will send you somebody that you never expected to come. I can tell you that story God will send you a man that is so amazing that came out of nowhere you didn't expect it you wasn't looking for you damn sure wasn't looking for it at the time considering what you were going through and that particular season of your life and then there they are there they are and everything that you've been through with that god-awful person that broke your heart right it won't go away. The memories will never go away. But having a man come into your life and love you properly, that respects you, 
a man that loves you so thorough that trust comes easy submission comes easy it's like breathing it's almost instinctive it will be the best thing that ever happened to you that you never expected so I'm telling you as a living witness start that healing journey forget about her forget about your ex-husband Start to work on your healing because love is out there. I stand 10 toes down on that. <sighs> Jesus Christ, love is out there. You know, I used to see an illustration. Even before I saw the illustration on, on um, social media, I've always um, had the visualization right in my head. You know, sometimes you can hold on to something. It's like holding on to a rope, right? You're holding on to something so tight because you're trying not to let it go, whatever that is or represents for you, right? You're holding on to whatever that is so tight that you're actually hurting yourself trying to hold on to it because it's a struggle to, to, to keep it, right? It's a struggle to keep it. It's a headache to keep it. It's causing you pain to hold on to it. And it's causing all types of damage to your hands, to everything that it requires to hold on to it, whether that is your mental well-being, emotional well-being, financial well-being, whatever well-being it is, it's causing so much damage just to simply try and hold on to that thing. But in the illustration that I saw, there are two hands and there's a rope, right? And the person, you know, you're visualizing that person tugging on that rope in an effort to hold on to it. But the moment that that person lets go, for you, that thing that you're trying to hold on to, that rotten person, that 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 damaged relationship or that marriage, that man, that woman that you're trying to hold on to that don't want to be held on to, right? They're trying to go. Once you let go, the first thing you can notice is that you, you feel relief if you really let go, right? And then you start to see in the illustration the redness and the irritation and inflammation of the hand, how, how red and swollen the hands were from trying to hold on to something so tight that was never meant to be held on to, right? But also, if you notice in that illustration, well, what I noticed in that illustration is, oh, is that the moment that you let go, right? Remember, you were holding on to that thing. Is what I notice is that the moment that you let go, your hands are free to receive whatever it is that comes next that's meant for you and what God has for you once you let go. So you can't receive if both of your hands are full and occupied, preoccupied with holding on to that thing that's causing you so much pain. Let this be the lesson and illustration you need to push forward in your life and receive something good. I sit here and I tell you that there is greater out there. And I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna take it a step further. Not that I'm talking to my business because that's not what I do, but I need somebody to know because I want someone to be encouraged. I have, I've always heard that it'll come when you're not looking for it, right? And the way that my mind used to be wired, especially when you're operating from a, uh, from a place of pain, 
and disappointment and abandonment, right? Um, Let me repeat that again. When you're operating from a, a place of pain and disappointment and abandonment, it is almost hard to um, understand the meaning when people tell you it'll come when you're not looking for it, right? Because when you're operating from what you perceive as a, from a place of lack, right? When you're operating from a place of lack, from, a, from needs that have not been met, it is hard to conceive that there's not going to be a moment that you're not thinking about having those needs met or the fact that those needs have not been met. That's the way my brain used to be wired. So when I would hear things like that, I would be like, you know, that's never going to happen for me because I know what I need. I know what I lack. I know what I'm in search of. So there's not going to be a moment that I'm not you know, having that sit in the back of my mind. And I know for everyone that may be judging what I'm saying, there's a couple of people out there that know exactly what I'm talking about. But here's where I'm going with that. It's funny how when you stand on something that God wants you to let go of, like flawed thinking, once again, it's funny how when you're standing on something, when you're standing so firm on something that God wants you to let go of, it's funny how God will literally, he has a way of correcting you, of showing you, he means business. Because my good sister, when it happened to me, I wasn't looking for it in those moments. I wasn't even as it was happening because it was happening. I wasn't paying attention. I wasn't looking for it. I I, I, I wasn't in search of it. It was happening. And when it finally dawned on me, this is it. This is happening not to someone else and Gayla this is happening to you and let me tell you something there's nothing like it there is nothing like having something unexpected authentically genuine showing up in your life making you realize how deep you were in need or in lack because when it shows up it feels right it's like a void that you knew were there right you knew that void was there you knew that something was missing but until that thing that person comes in and completely fills that void to the point that it overflows like a cup overflows you fill it with too much water and it spills over then you'll know then that was God you know it's there you just didn't know how much you were in need of until it shows up 
So let me encourage you to be encouraged on this day and that as much as it happened to you, it was happening for you. This is one of the greatest times in your life to sit by and allow the God of your faith to be God and show you that you are loved. But the thing that you have to do is make up, make up your mind that you're going to move past it, that you're not going to allow bitterness to take root or be angry for too long because it is it is absolutely normal to have those feelings, especially if it's fresh, especially if this woman is now a part of your life through. It's not like you wanted it to be that way, but this woman is a part of your life because she's now a part of your daughter's life because this woman is now with your former husband. And I know it doesn't seem fair. I know it's not right. I know this is not what you wanted for yourself. Honey, I've said all those things before, but it is what it is. And I want to remind you as I end this podcast show that nothing just happens, right? I also want to remind you for the fourth time that the only thing that a side chick wins is a cheater. And with that being said, I want to thank you all for tuning in to this episode of the Diva Speaks Relationships Podcast. It has been my pleasure to come in here and talk to you guys and just, you know, just have a heart to heart on some of the things that some people go through, whether you are the man, you know, or the woman in that relationship, whether you are the wife or the husband in that relationship, just know that you are not alone. You're not the only one going through it. And there are some podcasts and television shows that know how to talk to you and relate to you on a basic human level without, without all of that nonsense, you know, someone that can meet you where you are. And I think that is what I have to offer, right? So this podcast was produced using the facilities of the Charlotte Mecklenburg Public Access Corporation. Access 21. My name is Angela Potareal. Don't forget to make sure you check out the Diva Speaks Relationships talk show every second and fourth Friday of the month on TV Access 21, Access 21's Roku channel and uh, Amazon Fire channel, the Vimeo channel, the YouTube channel, as well as my own personal Roku channel and Amazon Fire channel. Um, you can find me under Diva Speaks Relationships. Diva Speaks is all one word. Okay, don't split it up because you're going to get somebody different. You're going to get somebody new. It ain't going to be the same and you will be disappointed. Diva Speaks relationships diva speaks once again it's all one word my name is angela patareal and i will see you the next time the diva spoken toodles diva speaks podcast is the premier relationship podcast that explicitly deals with relationship matters from a woman's point of view no subject is off limits relationship challenges sex intimacy dating infidelity finances heartbreak and situationships are all a part of the discussion your relationship matters you've been listening to the diva speaks relationships podcast the hottest grown and sexy relation conversation piece out of the queen city hosted by the diva and gala porto real we hope you enjoyed the show Follow us on Instagram at divaspeaks underscore official. Let's stay connected.